0: listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents, this is going to be my talk about whether or not Vault of Glass should be free. If you're listening to this on any of the audio podcast platforms, you can always catch me live at sntrlive.com. If you're watching this on my other YouTube channel where we do the uploads, I'm probably live right now. I have these videos hit when I'm live. There's a card up in the corner at the beginning and the end of the video. Come on over and join us for the live conversation. So why are we talking about should Vault of Glass be free? or not. This came up last week and man, was it a spicy debate. There are people on both sides of the opinion here. There are people that think that it should, that shouldn't. There are people that think free-to-play should be blamed for everything. We even did a recent video about, you know, is is free-to-play or was free-to-play a mistake? Is it bad for the game? And there are those that think it's good. They think that's where we're headed. They think the game is going to be completely free-to-play in a couple of years. So, let's talk about this. The Destiny 2 Content Vault is a new concept from Bungie to allow them to bring back some of the greatest hits from Destiny 1. The first First piece of end game content to return. So we haven't had any end game content return. We had the Cosmodrome and an updated strike, but the first end game piece of content to return will be the Vault of Glass. This has spurred on a very lively debate in the community. Should it be free to all players? Many feel the free-to-play aspects of the game are the cause of most of the game's woes. Why others feel free-to-play is the eventual destination for the entire game. Uh, you know. Some of us don't necessarily think it's the cause of all of the game's woes. I am more of the opinion that it has the potential to cannibalize the game. It has the potential to sort of eat away and erode at the game's value. So let's break this into sections. First and foremost, those in favor of of it being free so there are those in favor of saying you know what it should be free you know in in here are the various reasons why okay the players who argue from the position that vault of glass should be free to play for all players they actually approach it from a variety of ways not everybody makes the same argument all right they already have an example of a piece of end game content that was free the prophecy dungeon during season of arrival so some of us are like it's end game it's end game it shouldn't be free and people are like yeah but what about the prophecy dungeon Okay. I have my own commentary about that in a moment, I'll give you my thoughts on why that shouldn't have been free Okay, first, people argue that the content is not actually new since many Destiny players already paid for it 6 or 7 years ago when Destiny 1 launched, this approach in my opinion is probably the weakest argument in the bunch, but it is a common sentiment in the community about the DCV, this is a very common feeling in the community, listen it's not new, this is from old, old game, I already paid for that old old game and it should not cost me any money again i feel this is a pretty weak argument a significant portion of the community never even played destiny 1 or vaults of glass so i don't see this as being a very strong argument anything they pull out of the dcv being 100 percent free to me breaks down pretty quickly if you want them to update it make it spicy make it new make it fresh it's probably going to be a part of paid content and if not the concern would be diluting the value as well as the value transmission to the consumer. Second, there are lots of ways to argue this. Some people claim, with the removal of Leviathan, the free-to-play audience does not currently have a raid they can play. So if you're playing this game right now as a part of New Light, and you want to take a crack at some of the raids in Destiny, they've removed a good portion of them, which means you don't have a free-to-play raid option. While I love the notion of more players getting into raids, this seems aimed at players that likely don't exist in large numbers. I can't see there being this massive groundswell of players playing Destiny right now, free-to-play, they're non-purchasers, they're not buying season passes or expansions, and man, they just really want to raid. I really struggle to imagine this is a large group of players from what we know about the player trends and raids anyway a smaller portion of the community typically runs them religiously and regularly week to week this isn't really what in my mind would be a free to play player and there are probably some but again i don't think this is a very quantifiable number of players lastly there are those who think more and more of Destiny will be made free-to-play, and the DCV is one piece to that puzzle. Okay, Creature, my producer and web manager, he thinks this game is going to be 100% free-to-play after Lightfall. They may just charge for the seasons, but they won't do big tentpole expansions anymore that will annually cost you 40 or $50 dollars. I think much of the argument about this game going 100% free-to-play rests on unknown revenue levels. I continue to say I can't see Bungie ignoring and just saying, like, yep, yeah, we don't need that money anymore. A couple million people buying your $50 expansion, because if they spend 40 and the ten for the season—that's fifty dollars annually uh, from you know millions of people. Those millions add up, and you're not going to suddenly get those millions from Eververse. You know, the season to season ten dollars is likely not going anywhere. Every three months, getting that ten dollar injection is probably pretty nice. But I can't see the game going to be one hundred percent free to play and living off of the Eververse. There will be some semblance of of purchasing going forward, and I am of the notion you <laughs> that value transmission for the purchasing consumer right now in Destiny is super super muddy and it's not clear and Vogue being free to play will I think add to that confusion so let's go down here to those of us who are against it being free to play All right, that's this section those are against I'll scroll uh, I'll scroll when the time comes for the text I didn't realize I typed too much (laughs) there is a growing feeling within the Destiny community that the free to play aspect of the game is not just hurting in the quality of the game and taking away from core content getting updated, many, myself included, are worried it is cannibalizing the game. First and foremost, endgame content like the Prophecy Dungeon, and especially the Vault of Glass raid, should be treated... Um, like free to play should not be treated like free to play entry content that everybody gets access to I missed a word there it shouldn't it shouldn't be treated that way it should not be treated like a free to play entry piece of content because it's not entry level content okay it's a fundamental dilution of the content hierarchy and it sets a terrible precedent first and foremost the actual weapons in the prophecy dungeon were, were they were a bunch of reskins okay the idea that any and all content brought out of the DCV should be free will potentially run into the problem that the Prophecy Dungeon ran into. Reskin weapons that feel like a cheap extension of the world loot pool into content that deserves... Better The Prophecy Dungeon deserved better guns. The aesthetic is awesome in there. The armor looked pretty cool. And the guns, we deserved better guns in that content, okay? You're going to run the risk of constantly being in this weird boat of like, well, it's entrance level content. You're essentially, as I say right here, extending the world loot pool into content that shouldn't be treated that way way the world loot pool free to all players entrance level players people not spending a dime they can get those world drops and those world drops are largely over the months as this year goes on they're going to be a bunch of reissues and that's 100 percent fine why because it's nothing they're just random world drops when you're doing a strike or you're doing a public event Raids and dungeons should not be treated that way and you're setting a bad precedent and a possible trajectory for that content to be that way lastly free to play as a concept is meant to give people an entrance point into older and more outdated areas and activities. It's backwards to be dedicating time to bring back really good end game content, updating it and then just sliding it down the scale into the free to play offerings. This is where the value transmission just gets really muddy and really confusing letting people go to old planets old areas old activities or whatever for free so they get a taste of the game that's totally fine starting to take things like the prophecy dungeon and vault of glass and shoving it down in that category i don't think is good i think it just adds more to the confused muddled mess that the game is in right now we need clarity you look at the season pass. there's no doubt in your mind what's free and what's not and the game should look the same way Lastly, let's talk about completely free, okay? Got my nice little new light picture here for you. Does the idea that Destiny will eventually be completely free to play, like, does that have any traction? A completely free-to-play game. Those who take this position look to Lightfall as the last and final piece of content that Bungie will sell as an expansion. I fail to see how Bungie will supplant the millions of players who purchase annual expansions with just Eververse purchases. Continuing to sell $10 seasons seems to be included from the people that argue for this going to a free to play model. Over the years, I actually think Bungie has done a lot to get the player base accustomed to what is essentially a subscription fee in disguise. Okay, They've boiled the frog slowly in the water here, a traditional subscription model, would likely be a non-starter for most of the community because they're mostly on console and console players typically balk at the idea of a subscription fee. I know there are models that have worked, but this game has been out for too, too long to suddenly shove in a subscription fee. They have essentially put you in a subscription model and nobody's really caught on to the fact that we essentially pay an annual fee for new destiny content and you spread that over the months you know, I don't know it's like eight dollars a month or whatever it is the pricing structure evolution over the years of the franchise points more towards a continuance of this setup rather than a complete jettison of it they have been getting us accustomed to the idea of paying rhythmically for content on a regular annual and quarterly basis to in essence have a subscription model for their mmo light game i don't think they want to go backwards on that and making vault of glass free i believe is one step backwards as opposed to a step forward as always we're going to go to the q a session next so if you're live in the audience don't go anywhere if you're listening to this on the other channel click that card up in the corner and come join us on the live channel as always please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A that followed my discussion about should Vaults of Glass be free? If you're listening to this on the audio platforms or watching it on the other YouTube channel, these are usually uh, going to hit at random times now. The Q&As just go into an unlisted playlist, but I'm usually live Monday through Friday during the days at SNTR Live. Also remember to bookmark sntrnetwork.com sntrnetwork.com is getting a lot of new features coming in the year as well as a community Q&A you can use if you can't make these live streams. So, the first question is broken into two parts. Questions, it's one and nine, so I'm going to be doing a bit of a shoots and ladders thing here. Uh, Temper says, Hot take, I think Destiny 2 could benefit greatly from growing straight free-to-play from top to bottom. Charge for the four monthly battle passes of gear, exotics, ETC, but everything else free-to-play. And then... He says, To add to my earlier question, which wasn't a question, I think going completely free-to-play would make them more money through Eververse and allow them to develop content through all hoppers as a good pace with no separation of free-to-pay. The problem with this is, it's not a hot take, it's an uninformed speculation. And not that it's bad, it's not like it's ignorant, but it's uninformed. Like, there's no way to know if this speculation's even on target. The idea that they could make so much from the eververse that they can just stop charging for the annual expansions you know and only do for the battle passes or whatever um mainly because i think you know a couple million or more people buy the expansion that is a so so much money and th- those people will not automatically convert into that amount of money in the eververse okay now, if half of those people convert into Eververse purchasers, and then they end up spending even more than the cost of the expansion, it's possible that you you create almost a um, you you create whales by mistake. Like they get in, they start playing, uh, and they're like, "Oh, I want those new cosmetics," and they justify the purchase of the cosmetics because it's free, and they didn't spend any money, and then, because they spend a little, they start spending more, they start spending more. Like, cosmetic things like that, we we even know this, right, from... People that get tattoos always say, once you get one, you want to get some more, right? Cosmetic surgery can be very similar. Once people start down that path, they want to keep doing it. There might be a similar psychological, you know, structure to purchasing cosmetics in a game like Destiny, where once you kind of start doing it, you feel like, you know, the floodgate kind of opens and then you're like, yeah, I, you know, it, it was free. It was free. I, I've got $60 to spend and then maybe they start spending more. I again would think the giant challenge here is the ridiculous number of people who would spend 0 dollars in the eververse. They would continue to spend 0 dollars in the eververse and you lose their money. They're not buying anything. You know, I they're not actually a consistent purchaser anymore. Now they're just sort of downloaded the game, playing it, and then obviously you'd make money on those season passes. Now, one of the things I argued in my video near the end is I said, I feel the pricing structure over the years, they are getting us accustomed to what is essentially a subscription fee. It's essentially what it is. It's basically a subscription fee. You are paying to continue to play and get the new stuff. They're just spreading it out. So, $80 you know, covers you for this year. It's, it's $50. For the expansion and then another 30 for the three that follow so it's 80 for the entire year and that's like that's basically like your annual fee now I know that's not a lot When you break that down to the per month, you end up with 6.66 repeating. Well, that's terrifying. Anyway, you know, 6 dollars 5 a month, basically. It is a a quasi-subscription fee that we're essentially paying. And, And again, the difference between this and a classic subscription fee is that a classical or more traditional subscription fee, you have to pay for access. If you, like, if you skip a season, you you you, you can't skip a subscription fee. Like, well, I'm just not going to pay for this month. Okay, well, you suddenly don't get access to the servers. So, they have worked to get to here. They have worked to get to this point where we are paying what amounts to, in essence, a subscription fee. Okay? So, you're paying this annual fee, you're getting this regular injection of content, and... And them going back on that, to me, would feel really, really odd. Sorry, I had to take a drink. Now, from both sides here, from from both sides, I, I could definitely see them saying, well, the reason that we suddenly charge people separately for the season during Beyond Light is because eventually that's all you'll be buying maybe that's why they made you pay for season of the hunt instead of just including it that, i mean that is that is possible that they the reason because to me it's like they're gonna go free to play but they re- literally just raise the price of what 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 it costs to buy the annual injection of content i know it wasn't fifty dollars for beyond light but it basically was you know you're you're spending 40 on beyond and then it's end for the season so I would, I would say that all signs point to this model continuing and they're just going to make bundles on on all of the other, you know, cosmetic purchases that people are likely continuing to make. Many are thinking that transmog is really going to drive a lot of money to the Eververse because you're going to be able to turn any any armor you've ever earned into a universal ornament with in-game effort or with silver. And a lot of people think they're going to make a ton of money on that. I think the people that are worried about that system are likely to be fine. I think Bungie's going to make money on the people that pay for carry services and recovery services because there's a lot of people in this community that have more time than money. They have way more time than money. So they have no problem saying, I love the armor from that second year and the, the forge or whatever. I love that armor and they'll just pay the silver to turn it into an ornament. If you're a committed player, I think you'll be just fine. You'll be like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm not paying that. I'm just going to grind it and turn it into an actual, you know, universal ornament uh, from my from my own, you know, in-game effort. I could 100% see that kind of being where, uh, where people go. So I don't see it being this giant issue of like, oh no, transmog is suddenly going to be super expensive. They're going to squeeze the community. They're going to make so much money from transmog. They won't need to charge for expansions anymore. I don't see them being connected. I see Bungie monetizing convenience and the rest of us will be like, we don't need to spend that. We'll just do it on our own. Ratchet with the next question. I agree with you all the way, but do you think that they will make VOG free-to-play? So free-to-play can play a raid without spending money and then go uh then go like he i like that time to spend money to access the other ones Woo! you fell down the stairs there on the back half i get where you're going with it um this to me i i address this in my talk okay so if you go up to this section here they basically said that you know with the removal of the leviathan there isn't a place for you know free-to-play players to raid there's not a place for them to go and raid, okay? And this would give them a place to go and raid. Ultimately, my pushback here is, I love the notion, but it seems aimed at players that likely don't exist in large numbers. So, what I mean is, how many free to play players are dying to get into a raid, but refusing to spend $10? Who, what is this? Is this even a quantifiable number of players? They play so much, and they're so leveled up, and they've got so much stuff, and they have a, a a penchant, is that the word? They have a a, a pallet for raiding, and yet they're not spending the ten dollars. I I just don't see that being a quantifiable number of players. I would wager to say ninety percent or more of the people that play free to play aren't even thinking about raids. They're 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 hanging out in the lower echelons, they're hanging out in the in the more basic, more, more casual content. The, the, the number of people that have transcended from free-to-play to having a desire to raid, I just can't see that being a huge number. If, if you have a desire to raid, then I would wager to say you're probably wanting to get loot and do stuff, which means you would probably be paying for content. You're, you're not even going for the... Yeah, that's the other thing too, is are they even able to hit the raid power levels? So does it even matter? why make it free to all players if they they can hit 1260 okay so you know it, it it sounds like they can so again though it just seems strange that, like how many people are playing the game free to play and just like dying to get into a raid but they're refusing to buy a $10 season pass i it, 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 this doesn't seem like a a, a, a a like i said a large a large number a number that you would, you know, want to quantify and say, well, we need to make sure and appeal to these people. so Radical with the next question. Is a happy medium between free-to-play raids and not free-to-play raids making raid content that has sunset loot-free to play while viable raids remain behind paid content? Um, oh, I see what you're saying. If it has sunset loot, it's free. Well, they did this with the Leviathan and some of the others, but they're gone now. So... The suggestion is good, but there's no th- there's no structure for this, uh, for this idea. You know what I mean? There's nowhere to put this. It's like whenever you're, you know, you got one of those toys, and there's the there's the round, square, triangle, and star. There's all the holes for all the pegs or whatever. You've created a peg. There's no hole for you. Like there's nowhere to put this. They don't have. They, they basically have to bring back raids that are gone, and. It'd be really weird to bring a raid back and keep everything sunset inside of it. Now, you might be talking long term, though, right? Like, once we get on the other side of Witch Queen, make Deepstone Crypt free. It might be what Radical's driving at. So, you know, wouldn't that mean that when Vogue drops, Deepstone Crypt would be free to play and Vogue would be paid to play? Well, no, because Deepstone Crypt's not sunset until well after Witch Queen. Deepstone Crypt guns are good for an entire year. So you know i i don't i don't necessarily i don't necessarily think that there's a again i i don't think there's a system where in the immediate future they need to be making raids free but as radicals clarifying here yes long term if we get into the season after witch queen and they want to make deep stone crypt free i don't give a frick about that who cares at that point you know what i'm saying when they put Prophecy in the game and they made it free, I genuinely found that confusing. I did. Like when they did it with Leviathan, I'm suggesting bringing that back or doing a raid playlist. The problem with bringing Leviathan back is it is literally the largest destination that Bungie has ever created. It it There's nothing bigger than Leviathan. Nothing. Not even Europa is bigger than Leviathan, I don't think. Well, it might be now with all the lower areas, but... Leviathan had its entire raid, it had the entire underbelly, it had crown of sorrow, it had both of the raid layers, and it had the menagerie. It's just absolutely insanely massive. Now, if you're talking about just bringing back the Leviathan raid and all the other parts don't come with it, again, I just wonder... I just, I, I do, I really, really wonder if if it's worth it because if you bring it back and everything's staying sunset, what on earth is the perp That seems like a really, really strange thing to do, you know um last wish is not free despite being really old now, that is true, that is true um, so I've got your chair in my cart. You've been in it for a few months. Still an upgrade to the old chair you used to use. Oh, this is so much more comfortable than the racers. Yeah. Racers are fine. They're utilitarian. They get the job done. I mean, Smug Desk sells racers. But yeah, the high back ergonomic chair. Yeah, it's it's really, really nice. That was just an example. But yes, I think it could just give the raid awesomeness to free to play players without taking away from paying players. Last with stuff still viable yeah that's true they bumped those infusion levels they gave them a a stay of execution because forsaken is is far enough back that those guns should be sunset but they 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 gave them a pass um my wife bought a smug desk chair for me two weeks ago still waiting on delivery can't wait yeah I can't get them to do a long term contract with me it was a one-off so like it's not even my code that you guys are using I kind of bummed about that I may hit them up again and say look man I'm sitting in this thing every day you know if you guys want me to continue doing that and promoting it like let's let's talk <laughs> like, so yeah you know bringing back raids to make them free to play because they're outdated and being like hey if you want to go do a raid again I think one of the other problems that we haven't even talked about is who's going to go and do that right who is going to go and do that it, it, it's uh it's it it feel it feels like a wasted effort. I mean, do do we honestly think there's like this groundswell of free to play players that are going to jump into going playing Leviathan? Like, is that even worth them doing? It it is. Is it worth them them you know taking the time to bring that back? I mean, I don't even know if they'd update it. I mean, if they just brought it back as is. That's still. I mean, they they, they got to put it in there. They got to make sure that there's space for it in the director. They got to make sure that it's not glitchy, and then. I don't know. Tons of people want Lev back despite it not being viable. I mean, free to play players, though, Radical. So you're. See, this is what I mean. I feel like we're creating players that don't exist. You know? There are lots of existing players that are like, oh, bring Leviathan back. But are free to play players going to give a rip? Oh, you brought back that old Ray. Cool. Uh, What's in there? A bunch of sunset gear. It's free to play, though. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just. It, the, the cocktail, the mixture doesn't seem right. Like, we're mixing all these ingredients and the end is like is kind of like that that why though? You know, that gif where he's like, why though? Like, why go through all this trouble? You know? I have free-to-play friends who have never raided and would love the experience. I mean, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm not saying these players don't exist. I'm saying they probably don't exist in a quantifiable large enough number to me, to to warrant this sort of a shift and change, um, I don't know. I I I definitely know there are players like that that are like, oh man, that'd have been cool to run that raid with you. You know, they're 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 playing with a uh, they're playing with existing people that have, you know have been playing for a while, and they're like, man, that'd be that'd be great to get back in. Uh, but I don't know. I, it, 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 again, the question remains: What's Bungie's philosophy here? Um, I've got a few free-to-play friends that are discouraged by the lack of matchmaking in raids. So yeah, you're right. Well, matchmaking in raids is never going to be a thing. So I, it, I don't know where that expectation comes from. They don't exist in a qualifiable number because there's no raid for them to run currently. I will, I will slap you. The, I mean, yes, yes and no. I, I don't. I think it's too little, too late. I, honestly. I think it would be weird to just suddenly bring back Levy and be like, here's a free to play raid for people. Why? What are you doing? Why not tuck that in your belt, bring it back in two years and update all the loot and the encounters and make it awesome instead of being like, Oh yeah, it's back again and we made it free to play. I I don't know. It it feels like they missed the boat. You're describing you're describing what is probably more a missed opportunity than a current opportunity, if that makes sense. Um it, 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 it sounds like a missed opportunity so does that mean you won't I will one day lightly on the fingertip I am not a big fan of free raids because season pass costs money but if it happens could there be two versions of the raid free which is light normal money for the hard mode with the extra loot See, th- I just don't understand this is not necessarily a bad suggestion but like this is over a simple problem. It's end game content. It's meant for dedicated players. Dedicated players buy the new content. What's the what's the issue here? Like I look at this very very simplistically, very very logically. End game aspirational content is designed for the more committed players. The more committed players are your are, are almost not unanimously but probably pretty dadgum close to it they're buying all of the new stuff if you're a dedicated player and you're looking for raids and dungeons and things like that then you own all of the content you're not skipping out and being like you know they should really make some raids free like that's not a thing it's there is there are plenty of there are plenty of players that I just I don't know how many people are that committed that upper echelon that hardcore and they don't want to buy a $10 season pass you know What about trials that's end game aspirational content that is free right and I disagree with the way they've structured it access to trials because it's because it's a PVP environment that needs players for the engine to run I don't think that's an equivalency and I also think all the new Trials loot next season should be behind a paywall. 100%. 100%. Trials needs players for the engine to run, which means... You can't, you can't segment it and be like, no, 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 you gotta buy, you gotta buy, you gotta buy. No, you fragment the player base and you hurt matchmaking. It's also a dying playlist, so, I mean, it, it would really get compounded. I think Iron Banner and Trials and, and Crucible in general, if they add new loot, you shouldn't be able to get the new loot unless you own the season pass. It, access is free, the loot is not. Now, this gets really, really convoluted if you bring this principle to raids and dungeons. Because raids and dungeons do not run on matchmaking. So you're bringing a principle and you're misapplying it. The reason that you make you make access to PvP open to all is because it's good for matchmaking. That They need the funnel full of players for that engine to run smoothly. Raids and dungeons do not need that. So it's a misapplied principle to say, oh, these should be free to play as well. And then like, what? and then you're you're gonna put what the loot behind the season or something I I, I don't I don't I don't think that that would necessarily work it would be confusing prophecy was free for goodwill sure but then again look at the loot in prophecy here's a free to play dungeon with reskinned weapons I'm sorry I'm sorry what there's, it's a difference when you bring back Vogue and they're gonna update and re-up weapons that were were are ancient history at this point. Those are D1 year one weapons. That's not the same as bringing back Icolos weapons. That was weird. It was, I, I don't know. That to me was super weird. You made it free to play and then you didn't actually put new guns in there? What? I don't, if that's not the proof you need that making something free to play potentially is a threat to its value, I don't I, that, that's the only example I can give cuz it's the only time they've done it. Um make layers free to play and make the full blown paid to play. Well they're not they're not making layers though. So where is that content coming from? They're not even set up with the bandwidth right now to add layers to their output, you know. Layers are layers are gone. I mean that was year 1. Unless you mean bring back the layers and make them free cuz they're small. Um I still can't believe they didn't bring back the Trials of the Nine weapons for the dungeon. Right? That would have at least been cool. I I was kind of against that because I didn't want the Trials, the people who actually played Trials of the Nine to get angry, but it would have been better than the Icolos weapons. I don't know. That at least would have felt fresh or something. (laughs) Joseph Young with the next question. Would the justification of we paid for it in D1 so we should get the raid, be free, be a valid justification, or would that create more problems than solutions? I actually argued in my video that this is the weakest point. I think this is the weakest argument somebody can make. You bought Destiny 1 seven years ago and you received a video game for that. That transaction is complete. That transaction is complete. Bringing back VOG and changing it and updating the loot and doing it now, you're not entitled to that because we're in a different game. It's I can't think of a good example because not a lot of games do what Destiny's doing, but you know, I'm trying to think. Like, okay, so Diablo 2 to Diablo 3, if they suddenly added an area that was a part of one of the Diablo 2 expansions, okay, they're like, hey, we're going to bring back one of these areas, it's, it's a classic, people loved it, it's awesome, and we're going to make it a part of this new DLC would somebody say, well now hang on just a minute, I bought Diablo 2 over a decade ago, and I'm entitled to that, I am sorry, I would just say shut the frick up, like you literally sound like an idiot, like what are you talking about, you're not entitled to this area that they're bringing to Diablo 3, cause you bought Diablo 2 a decade ago, it's lu- it's lu- It's a ludicrous claim, right it's a similar claim to be like, well 7 years ago, I bought D1 and I got Vogue with D1 nope oh okay? Like, that doesn't mean you're entitled to it. Now, if a company wants to do that, and they're like, we're doing this as a fan service, and we're gonna make it free, that's totally fine. That's their choice as a company, but that doesn't logically mean you're entitled to it. Just because there may have been companies that have done this, like, "Hey, we're bringing back a classic area. We're making it free as fan service." That doesn't mean that every game that ever does that has to do the same thing, right? It's similar to Morrowind and ESO, right? That cost money. You know, it, they, they didn't give they didn't. I don't think they gave away Morrowind, did they? Like, it. You're in a different game. You're you you've bought a new product. I I don't have a problem unless they resell us a carbon copy. I, I could see the argument if A, it was the same engine and B, it didn't also need to be ported to PC. Both are true for D2 versus D1. I'll happily pay again. I, I don't know. Morrowind was money. Right. I don't need to pay a sub for WoW Classic because I subbed during Vanilla. ESO is a subscription MMO game, not really the same comparison. That is 100% false. ESO is not a subscription MMO. ESO is a normal game, and the, subscriptions fee- the subscription is only for cosmetics. There is, there is no required subscription to pay ESO. That is not true. Their subscription is completely voluntary, and it's for the crowns and all the cosmetics and the mounts and stuff. You right now can buy ESO, play it, and never pay a subscription fee dime Ever, and you can do all of the stuff all the areas, you know, thank you Asha, the subscription is 100% all, like, uh, optional you can do the subscription and have it include the DLCs or you can buy the DLC separate it's not a subscription model a subscription model is, wow you must pay, and if you don't pay the subscription fee, you don't get access to the game, so that's, it's, that, that, that's we, we gotta make you know, accurate comparisons here. Um, So, so, the, the, the concern, the concern that I would have is anytime, anytime you do something like the prophecy dungeon, you set a precedent. So if we're going to set this precedent that like anytime Bungie wants to do something like, Hey, this would be pretty fun. Let's bring back something from destiny one. And we're all going to like, Pound the, pound the table and say, it better be free, we're entitled to that, we paid for that 7 years ago, I, I don't know I think we're running into the same problem that we ran into in Destiny 2 when we beat Bungie up over anything that was a reskin, so they've never repurposed any of the areas. They never went back and reused Escalation Protocol. They never went back and did anything with the Blind Well. These are easy, easy, get-the-batters-on-base points on the board. And Bungie is scared, it seems. Maybe not scared is the right word. They're trepidatious about, a. Hey, we could reuse these areas. Well, they get the snot kicked out of them for reskins. If we start behaving the same way about, well, if you bring back Vogue, I bought Vogue 7 years ago, so it better be free. Oh, and it also better be awesome and completely updated and new and fresh and exciting and cool. I I don't know. I think we I think we set up, I think we set up expectation precedents and and a relationship with Bungie that is fundamentally eroding to the own the, the very quality that we end up getting we like we're eroding the quality by 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 sometimes i think asking and demanding for things that are ultimately destructive to quality, not not uh, not constructive. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like we're building the game up. It feels like we're we're well we're worried about free to play. We're worried about the dilution of the game. We're worried about quality of life updates and this and that and blah blah blah. But then you want to hand out a D one raid for free because you spent sixty bucks seven years ago. I what I don't know. D2 year 1 had a lot of the free loot reskins of the same models while the Eververse was full of unique stuff. There was a reason why we hated the reskins. Well, and reskin weapons are a world apart of different than like repurposing an area. You know, hey, we put new loot in here. We changed some of the bosses. It's just a reskin. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I reskin loot I think is worthy often is often worthy of the ridicule repurpose content if they're going to go in and like update blind well or if they would have they didn't but if they would have went in and like updated escalation protocol I think those are different and I think there's a there's there's an apprehension now at Bungie to do any of that which is unfortunate and I think we're potentially going to create the exact same scenario here by acting like Vogue should be free uh, Hunter. Do you think we will finally find the final hidden seventh chest? If I remember correctly, we never found it. Also, please be powerful guns with internal raid economy. Love the content, brother. Thank you. I agree with the second half of your sentiment. I, I think maybe we were a little, like, the Deep Stone Crypt might be a little too transactional, but I think the spirit of what they've done is really, really good, and we need more of that intentionality. We need more of that, that grind. So the second half of your question, I agree with it in spirit. In practice, I think they might want to think about, you know, having the loot drop or having it be more exciting than literally like ordering at the end but i think the spirit of it is right as far as the seventh chest it was never found because it doesn't exist that was a big, huge rumor. I mean they've said it doesn't exist, and a lot of people think they're lying or they're or they're being cheeky or they're they're kind of trolling i don't I don't think there ever was one now they might do it again, you know a bit of a fan service scenario. they could do it as like a you know it would trend, and everyone would get excited and be like, "Oh my gosh, there's a seventh chest. you have little faith, yeah, I don't think there was ever one. I really really don't it it, it to me I think there was there were, there were too many reasons to, to have it eventually be found that, I don't know, we would have found it man somebody would have found that dadgum thing so Behemoth I love to see new Vogue with old D1 flavor and if it's cost them money I'll pay for it Destiny 2 free to play affected and we all suffer from it I play, oh I say cover your costs and give me good content there is there's a couple of ways to approach this this idea that like we didn't get enough or that bungie should have put in more right there there's the approach of saying well free to play is why strikes and crucible didn't get anything that's why we didn't get anything because it's free to play the other way of looking at it is well they're gonna put they're gonna put the new stuff in the paid stuff because they can only make so many weapons. Now, that's supposed to change Which Queen, and beyond. They're adding people to the reward play, uh, to the reward team. And so, that should change going forward. I still think the same logic is going to apply. If you're not going to put a paywall in front of it, you're not going to want to put new loot in there. You're going to put to put the new loot in the new areas and in the new spaces. And so, this is why... My suggestion is that every NPC should look like the season pass. There's this free stuff at the top. There's a general world loot pool that they can get that's always kept up to date with non sunset weapons, right? You're always you're always keeping that pool full of uh of, of relevant gear, okay? You're always doing that. And then there's this layer underneath that you need you need to actually that smells good. You need to actually own the season pass to get the stuff underneath. It's like grayed out, right? That's how. That's how I think they should do it. Everybody feels like, oh, it's pay to win, or that's going to frustrate people. I don't care. I don't. If Bungie decides to put new loot in the game for strikes, crucible trials, or whatever, and they decide to put it behind the season pass, I'm all for that. And if free to play players cry, I I don't have a like an ounce of care for what they say. We're 7 years into the franchise. If you don't want to spend $10 to get all the new stuff, then I'm just going to shrug and say, "Oh, you know, like he says in Tombstone, like, well, bye." Like I just I don't care. You know, we the paying consumer, the paying consumer matters when you're putting new stuff in, okay? The free consumer, what really matters for them is access you are giving them access. They can come in and play, they can experience the game, and then they get stuff. The, the new stuff, by its very nature, should be attached to the seasons and, 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 and then paying money. So, uh, yeah, a little... Um, underscore says, I don't want Destiny to have free-to-play anything, but if Bungie is going to simply report items... Repo... Items? I think you meant to, like, re reissue repost them and uh and activities i don't see why we should pay for anything at this point strikes are a prime example well i don't know it's but it's not about that you know they again this is related to the last question giving people access to strikes isn't the same as giving them new loot it's not the same yo the hair looking good figured uh you would make it till spring then cut it too cold right now i don't really go outside uh i've been in audio mode you look like a college student i appreciate that i uh <laughs> i definitely chopped like 10 years off by uh by chopping the hair um in any case I, you know the, the, the access to strikes right access to crucible these are all places that giving them access is 100 percent okay I am talking about the actual loot. They don't get the new loot. That is the difference. You walk up to uh, Zavala. You walk up to Shaxx, and you say, "Oh, cool! There's a new uh, There's a new bounty system. There's a new this. There's a new that. You know, I, and and then you can't get it if you don't own the season pass. It's grayed out. It's just like the season pass, you know." What happened? Did you fall into a lawnmower? Joke's on you. I don't own a lawnmower, Light Leap. (laughs) Um, Then why play if no loot? I don't care if they stop playing. They're not paying any money. There's loot. There's the general world pool. There's a general pool of loot that drops for the free-to-play players. And then the new stuff. Like Think of how logical this is. We have we're, the, the next season is supposedly called um, the next season is supposedly called uh, season of the chosen. So they start marketing season of the chosen, and they're supposed to say, "Welcome to season of the chosen. It's ten dollars. It's got all this dope stuff, all these new loot. We're putting this loot here and this loot here." And, da, 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 da. and you're like, "Cool." Oh, and also, all the free to play players can get it too. I'm sorry, what? You announce the new season, you announce the new loot and yet a big portion of the loot you can get without spending a dime, that doesn't make any sense it's convoluted the the, the actual like impetus of saying oh there's new loot new stuff pay the money, like it's logical, I'm not even being like gatekeepy or sentimental about it it's just pure business logistics of saying we have added new stuff you want it Spend the money. Next question's from Temper. Wait, did I answer that last one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to add to my earlier question, oh, that was the two-parter. Hitman. Lono, I feel that any type of true endgame raid content should never be free. There needs to be a great greater disparity between paid and free-to-play in a game such as Destiny, and these this closes the gap. Don't you agree? We are really, really trending into hot takes more than questions, but that's okay. It works. We're not dealing with 150 questions like we used to on the other platform Um, in, in general it's not even about end game versus non end game but I do think end game is where for me the logic breaks down the most okay you have this idea where you level up you gear up and there's this aspirational area to go into right and that's that's a dedicated player so a dedicated player spending zero dollars, you know, it's like, who are these people? Who are these dedicated people that like, that are going to actually go up and have this strong desire to go and play, you know, the raid. So yes, the loot, the loot, I'm sorry, the, the content hierarchy breaks down really, really quickly. It breaks down really, really fast. You have this idea of like content hierarchy. You have the entrance level content. You you we you level up. You gear up. You go up. You go into the end game, like a dungeon, or um, you got or a raid, dungeon or a raid, right? And and those are the types of players who they probably own everything anyway. Okay. So now another side of what Hitman's talking about is there really isn't there really is not a big enough disparity between paid and non-paid content. When you go to the website, it's honestly tough to tell. I my, my best example, my best example was when I showed the Season of Arrivals uh, pl- splash page, right? The 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 Season of Arrivals splash page made it really confusing. It was like what am I actually paying for? There is a there's the free list and the and the paid list and they were virtually identical it was like, oh I get everything earlier, what? and then I get all the cosmetics on the bottom line so if they don't make that divide clearer the, the concern would be now Creature's gonna say, oh that's cause they're going totally free to play, that's why they're blurring the line I don't actually know if I agree with that I don't, as I said the actual, you know, pricing structure and the, and the way they've set the game up the last couple of years is actually pointing in the opposite direction. They're actually happy to take our money in Zella stuff. They're not trying to wean us off of buying expansions because this expansion was more expensive than the previous. You know? So the the nature, the nature of understanding the value transmission of like what did I pay for, what did I get? and and what what are free to play players getting I think the line needs to be clearer I think it's very muddy and it's hard to tell and I don't think long term that's good for your paying consumers to feel confused or befuddled by like what did I actually get what did they get what did I get it matters why am I spending the ten dollars you know Shifty Jeans. Personally, I don't think free-to-play should get anything beyond basic core playlist activities and world drops. You don't go to a restaurant, get free breadsticks, and complain that you didn't get a steak. Well, now you're just stealing my analogies. I made that analogy so many times last week. This is this is analogy theft. This is, this is actually... This, this aggression will not stand. I said this so many times last week that if somebody came in and never ordered food in my restaurant and just sat and harassed my wait staff with complaints about getting their water refilled I wouldn't care if they're like well I'm going to take my business elsewhere and it's like oh okay like what you're not spending any money I don't I don't care you know it would be like loitering in a business because of the air conditioning and then they're like you're going to have to leave you're not buying anything you're just standing around well I'm going to take my business elsewhere what business what are you talking about what are you talking? What do you? What do you mean? What business? You're not giving us any business. Okay, Mister. I've never heard of the Boom Boom Room. Listen, I've never seen the movie, j Stock. I haven't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know most streamers are liars. We learned that last year. I'm not lying to you. I have never seen the movie. I didn't. I, I when I made up Boom Boom Room, I legit thought that it was something I came up with. It rhymes, so I probably assumed it had been said before. But this is analogy thievery, if I've ever seen it. Shifty with another one. If VOG or other end game activities become free to play, why would the hardcore player wanna pay for anything, let alone the new casual player? Well, listen, here's the thing. If, if there's always that seasonal injection of an activity, story, loot, and the season pass, I think that's driving a ton of people that's driving a ton of people to buy the season, right? So, here's the thing. I don't think hardcore raiders are going to be like, well, the raid's free, I'm not buying. Again, you have to consider the type of player. The more committed player, the more hardcore player, the one who buys, chases, grinds, and gets everything, they're not going to skip a season just because Vogue is free. Well, VOG's free. I oh, I'm fine. I don't care. Like, that's that's not a thing that's not how that works so i don't I don't think that there's this there's this pocket of 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 people that are sitting and saying, Well, if vog is free, I'm gonna completely skip that season. I'm not gonna buy most of the people that run the raids regularly they like all the new stuff they like the new armor, the new weapons they usually like the new activities you know they like to complete their season pass. It's not abnormal um for your, your hardcore raiders to start focusing on some of that stuff, you know, in the downtimes when they get a little bit bored. I was talking about that the other day. I love that the content's not going away. I love it's not going away. So in the middle of next season, if my lure is fully charged and I feel like going and trying to get a couple of the weapons that I didn't chase, I can. I have now I have rainy day activities that I'm kind of sandbagging. Uh, for the future I, 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 they're, they're, they're there and available to me so I actually really really like that they're not getting rid of, uh, of content because ultimately that was one of the reasons I think we played so heavily and so committed in the past was because we knew stuff was going away and now that it's not I do think some of us are relaxing a little bit we're like eh, I'll chase that later you know what I mean I, I, I'll chase that later the haircut's amazing, thank you. Neo says, "How do you feel about players who stop uh, who stop paying for content pre beyond light, thinking the raid should be free? Oh, they think it should be free. I asked because one of my trials buddies stopped paying pre beyond light because not much added to the crucible, but you all thinks the raid and future crucible updates should be free. Well, I'm going to splice this because there's a giant difference between bringing back a Vogue or or a King's Fall and updating the Crucible. When you update the Crucible, you can't charge for that. If they make changes to maps or playlists or add game modes, you don't charge for that. It's just an update to the core gameplay. It's, it's, a, it's a quality of life update you don't monetize those usually quality of life updates come baked into an expansion but if you don't buy the expansion you still boot up the same game I do you see all the changes and benefits and updates whether in the background the ma- you know matchmaking or to the actual front end structures that are visible like the game modes that are pickable or you know whatever Um, will the obtainable pinnacles from every season carry over as well? As far as I know, nothing has a three month shelf life anymore. The campaign stuff might. The campaign stuff may, may get, get bumped because they talked about how you wouldn't save Saint 14 again, but you'd still have like the loot and the, and the, and the activity. Um,. So I, there, I, to me, there's a difference between adding a raid, you know, the raid, expecting like a raid to be free, expecting future Crucible updates to be free. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I draw the line when Bungie starts putting new loot in the game. Hey, we added some new guns t- and armor and some cool new stuff to, to give you some motivation to play, you know, the Crucible uh, day in, day out, you know, week in, week out. And you're like, okay, cool. Let me go check it out. And They're like, oh, it's all free. What? Like what? You, no, you added new stuff. You added new loot. That's not an update. That's not quality of life. That's new content. That's new loot. That doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't, you don't give that away for free. You know what I mean? Alan Thomas says With Vogue more than likely using the spoils currency, do you think this will be exploited by farming the Deepstone Crypts to get the best loot right away? Um, well first and foremost you're, you're only getting drops once a week per character and that controls what you can purchase so that's a natural barrier against your concern and you can only stack 240 so sure people could stack 240 and go into vog weekend one run all three characters and buy an awful lot of loot but the truth is that, that doesn't amount to much Okay? It's, what, 12? That's 12 drops. Between the armor and the guns, those 12 drops, you know, yeah, somebody might bag a god roll right away. Now, Bungie might also say, you know, we're not gonna have that available for the first week or something. I don't know. Uh, you can buy a cache that gives you random weapons and armor you don't have. But they're more expensive. So, even if they do that, the is gonna run out really quickly. Okay? uh you you know that, that's four that's four caches for a stack of 240 oh you can stack 240 in the vault as well okay so you can have 480 so you could buy eight caches right or whatever it is for the other the, the currency the, the currency that people are doing like the farming of one activity and then going to the end. It kind of blows, it it, it kind of blows my mind that they didn't see that as a problem. Anytime we discussed this in the past, that was always something that we came up with. Well, if it's just a currency thing, wouldn't people just go to the easiest encounter and run it over and over again to get as much currency as possible? And I always said, you could do it as almost like a bounty, where, or a quest, that just keeps resetting itself like the chalice. And every encounter has its own checkbox, and once all those boxes are checked, you get an extra drop, right? Or they give you the ability to, to to get some currency, so you could save it, right? You do the raid, you do the raid once, you do the raid again, and now you have enough, of enough currency to buy a couple of the more expensive ones, or you do the raid once and then you boom, you grab a you grab an item that you've already earned before. The idea being that you're giving the player more agency and you're also giving the player a reason to run it more than once a week on each character, but you're not handing them this like easily easily subverted route to currency. Oh, I don't need to run the whole raid. All I gotta do is uh, all I gotta do is run the encounters really, really fast, and then I'll stack up the currency. So this is like when we read the blog post on trials, and I was like, yeah, people are gonna low card farm. Anytime we've ever conservative currency like this Conceived of the idea of like a currency We've always said That that's something that people would do And Bungie would just kind of like Yeah, we're, we're good with it We're okay with it, you know Shell if Vault of Glass is free to play, how dangerous of a precedent does that set for future DCV raids? It feels like VOG going free to play means that it'd be a perfect excuse to omit weapons and armor ornaments from the raid, as it won't be paid content. Could future DCV raids be in danger? Well, I mean, this is why I said it sets a bad precedent, because you're talking about it from a completely different angle than I did. I said you're basically creating a player expectation that anything that comes out of the DCV better be 100% free, right? It should just get added to the game, and you should have access to it, because you bought it, you know, seven years ago, okay? Well again to me the dilemma there is that's not an argument you would make in almost any other environment you would not claim that of almost any other game now again if a game decides to do that uh, and give you that love then that's their choice but you're not entitled to it they don't owe that content to you so you're approaching it from another angle not just setting a brad precedent for like the consumer's expectations but like well now they can just be like well it was something free we did so no, we didn't bring everything back. I'm looking at I'm looking at King's Fall and thinking that is a huge raid with a lot of loot. It had a ghost. It had a lot of weapons, the armor sets obviously. You know, I, I don't know. It'd be and and then Wrath of the Machine, same deal. Wrath had a pretty full uh, plate of weapons because there was a normal and a hard mode. And it'll I think it'll be pretty disappointed. I mean, there's only nine weapons in in Vault of Glass, right? And then ten makes. 10 from the um, the the mythiclast. if he cut his hair it looks good, thank you I did, I chopped it, I was sick of it um paid and non-paid pvp players should be separated no, like every every research point they've ever done on that it, 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 it's, it tells you it's a terrible idea all you're doing is is fragmenting the player base and hurting matchmaking so instead of having, you know Five thousand potential people in your region playing, you have less, which means you take longer to match make, and then you end up in games outside your region or you end up in laggy games. You know what I mean? Got tired of the long hair. I, yeah, I had worn it in a ponytail for the last two months. I in the last two months, I have uh, I've I, I worn it in a ponytail. I, I hadn't actually been to have my hair cut since February of last year, so it was uh, it was it was it was time. Jimmy says, how would you feel if they made VOG free to play but somehow differentiated free raids and paid raids? Maybe if you play VOG for free, only a few of the weapons drop. But we had this idea a little bit ago. This just feels like we're overcomplicating it, you know. We're overcomplicating it. We don't we don't have to do any of that. We don't we don't have to suddenly make like different versions or something like I well like if you come in and you're paid, you don't get any. You get stuff, and if you're not paid, you don't. And then I don't know. I don't think it needs to be overcomplicated. It's either paid or it's not. You know, you were watching all morning. You didn't notice. Yeah, because literally for the last two months, I had my hair back in a ponytail, and the headphones you know kind of hides it. You know, did you go to an actual stylist. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's actually their their like their best stylist. He travels for them and trains other stylists on how to do stuff, on how to do different coloring and cutting techniques and stuff. He's like yeah. My wife's like, "You do understand he's like the best guy there. He's like he's not cheap, especially if you go in there and uh you get like women do more with their hair typically not not all the time, but typically they do a little bit more with their hair than men." So yeah. It ain't cheap, but he always did a good job. One of the reasons I went to him is if you have long hair as a guy, you want a guy with long hair to cut it, because he knows not to give you like a woman's haircut, you know. I don't want to go in coming out looking like a bob. Like, thanks for the bob. I, I look like a, a substitute teacher, you know, with a beard. Like I I <laughs> you have to get it cut in a certain way if you're if you're a guy with long hair. Cause if not, it ends up looking like a girl's haircut you know and if that's what you want great but not me i want to maintain some of like the the 70s rock star like slightly masculine vibe from long hair you know Mm-mm. hilly heat we've clarified our vision for destiny and we're working toward a future with that vision in mind uh luke smith have they in your opinion clarified the vision of destiny until year 4 is over no they haven't because Luke Smith made it clear they were wanting to make changes in year 4 and they didn't make all of them they made some of them in beyond light but they certainly didn't make all of them so until we get to the end of year 4 I you know I don't I don't actually know you know what if if they make good on all those promises what what's their vision of what strikes crucible and gambit look like end of this year what 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 are those playlists going to look like you know um And so the, the vision that he cast for year four, it would almost be like if somebody came in and told me it was like when I had the remodelers come down in here and build me a soundproof wall, right? They added, they added like five inches to the wall as sound buffer from the other side of the basement. So if the kids come down and watch a TV show, the TV's literally on the other side of the wall. If I shut my door, you guys will never know it. Now, if they came down here and screamed their heads off and were running around and, you know, acting crazy, and they do that sometimes, you would hear it, but it would be very, very damp. You know, it'd be like dampened significantly. Now, when they were doing that, there were like phases. So they told me what they were going to do. And when I would come down in here and check on it, I was still commuting to my old office. I was literally walking a mile every morning to my old place and going down to the basement and streaming to you guys from there. And so I would come and check on their work every day and I could kind of see what they were doing and where they were going, but it was usually kind of messy and it was like, okay, okay, I see it, I see it, I see it. You know? And then when it was finally done, then it needed to be painted, okay? So i kind of feel like that's what they did for year four like luke smith is like here's where we're going and we're like dope and then year four started and we're like why aren't we there yet now i'm not saying that they didn't bumble some things with beyond light they did but expecting a laundry list of quality of life updates and changes they wanted to make in year four expecting all of those in beyond light may have been just a little bit expecting too much like This is their their vision for year four. So as year four ends, there are going to be changes and you know roadmaps and and, in adjustments along the way, as opposed to saying, you know, here's here is everything in, in right now. Boom, beyond light, bam. So. I don't know what you guys are debating about in the chat. Either link me something or go read the article where Bungie talked about this. Shadowkeep worked the same way as Beyond Light and it didn't last a whole year. This is wrong. I'm, that, no, that's not correct. They're not Stuff's not leaving every three months like it used to. You're, you've misunderstood. I might be misunderstanding the point that you're trying to make, but we aren't losing stuff every three months like we did in year three. They've, they've done away with that. You don't have to, like, scramble to get all your Season of the Hunt weapons like you did in Season of Dawn with the Sundial. Uh, Thomas B. Revise when I mean two versions of the raid. I mean, like, a strike version that gives free-to-play players a taste that decide to fork over the cash for the actual raid experience. I believe this is wasted bandwidth. It's well-intended. Like, I like where your heart's at, but it's wasted bandwidth. Where There can't be this massive, 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 massive amount of of people that are free to play and they're just dying to get into a raid. I I don't think they need to waste any bandwidth on that. If they're going to spend bandwidth on a raid, make a hard mode so those of us that pay for the dadgum content have more to do. That's what they should be focused on. Stop focusing on giving freaking breadcrumbs to the free-to-play players. I spent $50. Give me more to the raid than six weapons and a vending machine at the end. Like, there should have been a hard mode. There should be more gear. The weapons should have been better. You know, they're good, but they're boring. No, I don't want any bandwidth wasted on this. Again, I like where your heart's at. Like, get those free-to-play players in there. Give them a chance to play the raid. No, don't care. Spend the money or, or no, I, I want, you talk about being entitled. I feel like I'm well within my right as somebody who spent $50 to be like, uh, -uh, no, I'm entitled to more quality, more depth and more loot. They don't deserve anything. They're spending nothing. They hit a button to install it on their Xbox. I spent $50. I'm the one that you should be concerned about. You know, now I know from business strategy perspective, there's a reason to care about keeping free-to-play players happy, because eventually they convert into conversions of Eververse purchases or season purchases down the line. I'm I'm not denying that, but when I'm looking at a raid, what could we do to a raid? Like, give it more depth, make it better, more loot, make a hard mode, right? Drewski with a $5 tip through Super Chat, thank you so. Joseph Young has Bungie painted themselves into a corner. If they make it too different, fans won't say it's Vogue. If it's too similar, then fans will call it lazy for bringing it back with little change. I mean, this is one of those things where I think Bungie's just accepted that people are going to complain. They've just accepted it. Okay? So... As 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 far as as far as like which complaint maybe matters more or is more valid, I, I don't even know. Being totally faithful to VOG and being a copy pasta, and everyone's like, this is stupid, why'd you even bother doing this? It's not been updated, or really, really updating it, and everybody's like, This is a completely different raid, why didn't you just build a completely different raid, right? I think it'll land somewhere in the middle. It'll be faithful to Vogue, but it'll certainly be updated. So the complaints will come, but Maybe they'll be minimized by the fact that it is new, fresh, updated, and exciting, but it's still faithful to the original. I think that's ultimately their goal. That article from, you know, with Joe Blackburn and Polygon, I think, indicated that. Guys, we only need 40 more likes to get 1,000 likes. Let's do it. Let's hit that daily milestone. Appreciate it very, very much. <clears throat> um, so... I think the reason you guys are passing in the night, Victor, is like Shadowkeep content did not end when Season of Dawn launched. I think you guys are misunderstanding each other. The trickle of Shadowkeep stuff ended when Season of Dawn started, but like the Shadowkeep stuff didn't leave. The Season of Undying stuff left, right? Vex Offensive left shadowkeep wasn't like over and done with and gone it's just the trickle of content came to a conclusion because now there was a new trickle of content in a new calendar i think you guys are passing in the night you're making it sound like shadowkeep content was over at the end of of the season when season of dawn started and that's not exactly the most accurate way to describe it you know what i mean you sound like the terrible girl on the other platform, if you can't pay $10 then you're a leech if you're talking to me go frick yourself in the ear with a cucumber I don't care, I don't care what you think that's not what I'm saying at all it's very simple, if they're adding new content to the game it should cost money, it's that simple G Smith, do you believe this will bring back D1 vets who dropped D2 after Red War also love the fresh cut. Thank you. I mean, no, I don't think so. I don't think there are all these veteran Destiny players that are like waiting in the wings for Vogue to come back. Now, are there some of them? Probably, right? There are there are probably players that are like Man, I've not I am not I'm not playing. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. And VOG will be enough, right, to like tip them over to say, "Dude, I'm coming back." This, this this is well worth, especially if they play on PC, right? Veteran players that play on PC that maybe have been taking a break. Oh yeah, they'll definitely want to play VOG on PC. It's going to be beautiful, right? The 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 fov the fps you know a lot of people are going to be wanting to jump in to have that experience that's why i hope they do it with all the raids i hope crota comes back as a dungeon and then king's fallen wrath can come back as raids dude with the fov and the fps the the new lighting and stuff all the they will be they'll be beautiful environments they'll be so worthy of interaction and, and and play um another reason why they shouldn't be free these are these are stellar pieces of content that are going to be getting resurfaced, re, you know, touched up and redone, you know, and it is, it's new to D2 you know, it's new content in the sequel that you bought and we're not in Destiny 1 anymore like, they didn't charge you for Age of Triumph, but it makes sense to charge you for it now, it's been seven years and you're playing a sequel you know Techno says, bit off topic, but what about taking the spoils of conquest and putting them into a chalice type thing? Once the raid's completed, you get the drops instead of buying them from a screen. This is, I've been saying this for a while, um, since the Umbrals, I actually was saying this even during like Season of Dawn, configuring it ahead of time and then it drops from the boss at the end. And I know that seems like completely stupid, like you're not actually changing anything, you're just reversing the order. I'm telling you, it actually I think would make a difference. There is something about the loot dropping out of a boss or even out of a chest. Ordering it in a menu, I just I think it takes all the punch out of it. When I would come back from the with with like seven umbrals, and I would order seven of the same umbral, and I'd walk away with like four gnawing hungers or whatever the frig. I I don't know. That just doesn't. That's not the ideal loot pursuit. It doesn't feel like a loot pursuit. It feels like I got a bunch. It feels like Destiny Two Year One. I got a bunch of tokens, and now I'm gonna use the tokens to uh to order something. Exploiters would abuse it. No, no, they wouldn't No, they wouldn't the lure doesn't allow you to do that the loot drops from the boss No, I do not accept that as a valid excuse Nope, they do it with they do it with season of the hunt. I can figure the lure boss dies Loot pops out you could do the same thing in the raid and it would be more exciting It, it, it would feel more like a loot pursuit instead of being like oh go in Go to the value menu, order from the 99 cent menu. let me get seven of those weapons there. Now I know like, what do you do when someone can you know configure it for multiple drops? I, I don't know multiple drops drop out of the boss like you know that would probably be the way to do it you know. It doesn't feel like I'm hunting for a roll and a drop. It feels like I'm I'm slogging through to get to the ATM so I can order X number of pieces of loot. I, I'm telling you, you people think I bang on this drum too hard. They have completely gutted the mystery and the mystique and the and the excitement of loot delivery. And I'm telling you what that is a part of the apathy and the and the and the boredom, right? That's a part of it. People are. 100% I think, you know, on the fence of like I don't get why I'm not excited. I don't get why I'm not chasing loot. I'm not saying loot delivery is the sole reason, but I'm telling you what, it is part of the reason. There was something about even VOG, it just showed up on your screen, right? It started with um Kings Falls when they started with it showing up on the ground in a chest. VOG and Crota. It just likes you know, it just like popped up on the screen. You know, so I would I would say that is not the whole reason, but it is certainly part of the pie there's there's a there's a cocktail in the game right now that isn't landing. it's loot it's lost, it's punch. It's not as it doesn't there's, there's something missing, and I believe that's one of the missing ingredients is ex- exciting loot delivery is missing from the game. We order everything from a menu. For the Chalice, I mean you spec it based on the activity, then drop. Like Deepstone Crypt, Garden, Last Wish. Uh, sort of like your boon idea, but something you carry instead of buy and consume. I, I got no problem with that, Techno. Yeah. You would do it before you go into any of those raids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said the same thing about Umbrals. I should have configured the Umbral... Recaster, and then just went and played and while I'm playing for the next two hours if an umbral drops It has a chance to be those two weapons So when it drops on the ground, it's exciting. Umbrals look so cool on the ground I'd run over to pick them up and they're a glorified token. It's not an engram Except that those umbral engrams were not ingrams. They were tokens They were tokens for you to go back and buy an ingram that had a chance at two weapons they were not they were not they were not engrams, they were tokens. That's all they were. And that's not exciting. That is part. That is part of the of the boredom and the and the disenfranchisement of the community. The lack of enthusiasm in the community. That's one of many pieces that has led to this moment. Darksider. What if a player doesn't buy the DLC but spends money on Eververse? I know some people who spend more money on Eververse and spend zero on the DLC. Are they free to play or paying players don't? uh, Do they deserve loot or not? It's, listen, it's as simple as this. It's as simple as this. You're selling a product. So do that. Sell it. There, there, There is no cross play in the game right now they they're selling a product. So if you're selling an expansion or a season pass, then do it. Sell it. Like just because you go and you buy all those other things doesn't mean the example I would give is if I come into your restaurant and I and I always buy a bunch of appetizers, okay? The the, the cheapest things on the menu, but I buy a lot of them, right? It's essentially my meal. That doesn't mean I'm entitled to an entree. If I go into a pizza shop, and I order four or five entrees every Friday, I'm not suddenly entitled to a pizza. Why? Because they're completely separate transactions of value. One is a meal, one is an entree, the other is not. So if I go into the Eververse, and I'm a whale, and I spend $50 in cosmetics, I'm not entitled to anything other than the cosmetics that I bought. I set my sights on something pretty and shiny, and I bought it, and I got it, and that's the end of the transaction. There's not some lingering cloud of entitlement that hangs in the air around that person. Like, well, I don't know, you know, they spent fifty dollars in the Eververse, and so they're kind of into. No, nope. They're separate transactions. They are not the same. Going to Target and be like, I buy socks here all the time. When am I going to get some? When am I going to get my my free pair of jeans and T-shirt? they're separate transactions we don't care, we, which it's great we value your business, it's awesome that you keep coming in and buying socks but that doesn't mean you get a t-shirt and jeans after so many like, do you understand? like I, th- th- there are no free to eat restaurants no no, 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 no. The, the analogy works perfectly. You, weren't, you, you might not have been paying attention. It doesn't cost you money to get into the restaurant. You can go in and sit down for no money. And if you go in and sit down for no money and you buy a bunch of appetizers, you're not entitled to an entree. If you download Destiny for free, go into Destiny for free, just like you would go into a restaurant and you buy a bunch of things in the Eververse, that doesn't entitle you to anything outside of the Eververse. You're ordering from a separate menu. You are paying for items and getting those items. End of transaction. There, like I said, there's not some cloud of entitlement like hovering around their head. Like, will they spend a lot of money in the eververse? Yeah. So they got what they paid for. Five dollars for that ghost. Fifteen dollars for this thing. Like five dollars from Onalo, dude. The haircut looks real good. Maybe inspire me to cut mine too. Ah, oh, dude, it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so fresh. It feels so clean so that's the analogy I was using I was answering a question about like well they're spending money are they paying players do they not deserve loot it's a separate transaction you know pretty much you can't go to the mechanic for an oil change and expect them to swap your tires for free that's not how business works right just because I've given you money at some point in time doesn't mean I'm entitled to other stuff that, 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 that isn't how it works you know what I mean that's not how it works and it sets a bad precedent when you start giving away endgame content. You're like, here's Vault of Glass. What? So, your raid team did actual gameplay research, and then your raid team made updates, ported it to a brand new, you know, system. There's new, it's, it's essentially an updated version of the game. New scripting, new everything. Also, you gotta port it to PC. Then you gotta update and contextualize all the guns, and you wanna give that away for free. I, what if it's my birthday <laughs> I, I I don't know it it, it to me doesn't it, it just it's it's it doesn't stand to reason. it seems unreasonable I think in light of everything we know about what goes into this kind of content this is the most complex content. They do one raid a year. they have a team dedicated to raids. you shouldn't be given this stuff you should not be giving this stuff away. Another D2 streamer cancelled? RIP? What? What are you talking about? Uh, Gillian The Mist. Do you see enough of the community having an issue with Vogue being free to play? Eververse and other money-related things take significant community backlash to change, and that takes lots of time. Listen, I don't think anybody complaining about this is going to upset, like, that doesn't mean they're gonna actually do something. Bungie's gonna do what's best for business. You know what I'm saying? they're not they're not going to they're not going to look at the community's feedback on this and be like well we better charge money for it no no that's 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 not going to happen I don't I don't think so I don't think they're I don't think they're going to like oh well people are really upset we better we better charge money for it they've probably already decided what they're doing with this you know I'm simply talking from a philosophical standpoint of should they or should they, is this good for the game and what expectations, you know, are, uh, are they setting by doing it? so. Listen, if you're listening to this on the other platform, you can always join us live. There should be like, well, there's probably not a link on this one, but maybe a link below. SNTRlive.com will bring you to the Monday through Friday daily streams that we have. If you're in the chat, don't go anywhere. We're going to keep on streaming, talking, and hanging out. And Also, press that like button. We're really close to a 1,000 likes. Consider pressing subscribe or the paid option, which is the join button. That does support me directly. If you're listening elsewhere, try and catch us live sometime. We have a good time here. You can always come in and hang out, and as always, please like, share, and subscribe.